Hello, everyone. It's February 28th, 2020, and we are broadcasting from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Today, we will talk about canceled debt and whether it is taxable or not. If you borrow money and are legally obligated to repay a fixed or determinable amount at a future date, you have a debt. You may be personally liable for a debt or may own a property that's subject to a debt. If your debt is forgiven or discharged for less than the full amount you owe, the debt is considered canceled in the amount that you do not have to pay. The law provides several exceptions. However, in which the amount you do not have to pay is not canceled debt. These exceptions will be discussed later. Cancellation of a debt may occur if the creditor cannot collect or gives up on collecting the amount you're obligated to pay. If you own property subject to a debt, cancellation of the debt also may occur because of a foreclosure, a repossession, a voluntary transfer of the property to the lender, abandonment of the property, or a mortgage modification. In general, if you have cancellation of debt income because your debt is canceled, forgiven, or discharged for less than the amount you must pay, the amount of the canceled debt is taxable and you must report the canceled debt on your tax return for the year the cancellation occurs. The canceled debt is not taxable, however, if the law specifically allows you to exclude it from gross income. These specific exclusions will be discussed herewith. After a debt is canceled, the creditor may send you a form 1099-C, cancellation of debt, showing the amount of the cancellation of debt and the date of cancellation, among other things. If you received a Form 1099-C showing incorrect information, contact the creditor to make corrections. For example, if the creditor is continuing to collect the debt after sending you a Form 1099-C, the creditor may not have canceled the debt and, as a result, you may not have income from a canceled debt. You should verify with the creditor your specific situation. Your responsibility to report the taxable amount of canceled debt as income on your tax return for the year when the cancellation occurs does not change whether or not you receive a correct Form 1099-C. In general, you must report any taxable amount of a canceled debt as ordinary income from the cancellation of debt on Form 1040 as other income if the debt is a non-business debt or an applicable schedule if the debt is a business debt. Caution, if property secured your debt and the creditor takes the property in full or partial satisfaction of your debt, you are treated as having sold that property to the creditor. Your tax treatment depends on whether you were personally liable for the debt, which is recourse debt, or not personally liable for the debt, which is non-recourse debt. If your property was subject, if your property secured, if your property was subject to a recourse debt, your amount realized is the fair market value of the property. Your ordinary income from the cancellation of the debt is the amount of the debt in excess of the fair market value of the property that the lender forgives. 
you must include the cancellation of debt in your income unless an exception or exclusion discussed below applies. The difference between the fair market value and your adjusted basis, usually your cost, will be the gain or loss on the disposition of the property. If your property was subject to a non-recourse debt, your amount realized is the entire amount of the non-recourse debt plus the amount of cash and the fair market value of the property you received. You will not have ordinary income resulting from debt cancellation. The examples below show the difference, the difference between how recourse and non-recourse debt is treated. Number one. You bought a boat for personal use for $20,000, paying $2,000 down and signing a recourse note of eight for $18,000. After paying down $4,000 on the note, you are no longer able to make payments. The boat dealer repossesses the boat, which is now worth $11,000. You will have ordinary income from the cancellation of the debt of $3,000 which is 14000 remaining debt owed minus $11,000 fair market value of the boat. You will have a $9,000 loss on the disposition of the boat, the difference between the boat's fair market value of $11,000, the amount you realized on the repossession, minus $20,000, your adjusted basis in the boat. The facts are the same, example two, the facts are the same except that you signed a non-recourse note when buying the boat. When the dealer repossesses the boat, you will have a loss of $6,000, the difference between $14,000 realized and $20,000. You have no ordinary income from cancellation of the debt. <clears throat> Amounts that meet the requirements for any of the following exceptions are not cancellation of debt income. So here are seven exceptions to cancellation of debt income. Number one, Amounts canceled as gifts, bequests, devises, or inheritances. Number two, certain qualified student loans canceled under the loan provisions that the loans would be canceled if you work for a certain period of time in certain professions for a broad class of employers. Number three, certain other education loan repayment or loan forgiveness programs to help provide health services in certain areas. Number four, Amounts of canceled debt that would be deductible if you, as a cash basis taxpayer, paid it. Number five, a qualified purchase price reduction given by the seller of the property to the buyer. Number six, any pay for performance success payments that reduce the principal balance of your home mortgage under the Home Affordable Modification Program. And number seven, <clears throat> Amounts from student loans discharged on the account of death or total and permanent disability of the student. Now, <clears throat> amounts that meet the requirements for any of the following exclusions are not included in income, even though they're cancellation of debt income. Exclusions for gross income. Number one. Debt canceled in a Title 11 bankruptcy case. Number two. Debt canceled to the extent insolvent. Number three, cancellation of qualified farm indebtedness. Number four, cancellation of qualified real property business indebtedness. Number five, cancellation of qualified principal residence indebtedness that is discharged subject to the arrangement that is entered into and evidenced in writing before January 1st, 2021. 
<clears throat> Generally, if you exclude canceled debt from income under one of the ex exclusions listed above, <clears throat> you must reduce certain tax attributes, such as credits and carry-forwards, losses and carryovers, basis of assets, but not below zero by the amount excluded. So for further information, join us on our Saturday webinars to discuss how to handle canceled debt at www.fender-tax.com.